Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast. And look, we'll address some things. To st- I know we usually go live on a Wednesday, but unfortunately this week got a little bit away from me. As life does, from time to time I had some professional products, uh, products, professional engagements, and I had some personal engagements. And I've always said sometimes the schedule will move around, but we'll always get one done, hence why we're doing one at 6pm. On a Friday, not saying like, like I'm some kind of martyr or some kind of hero, just letting you know that that's the, that's the goal, and that's what we'll always strive to do. I'm only really addressing one person here in the, in the Facebook group, Simon is Pro Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, just search for it, join the group. But uh, yeah, he decided to, uh, well, just throw some very negative energy my way. I shouldn't really give him the time of day, but I just thought, well, I'll make it clear to everybody out there, I will always get a podcast done. I've also recorded the Patreon podcast today, which I put up there tomorrow, Um I like doing the Patreon podcast, just as an aside. If people don't like it, that's cool. You don't have to listen. It's as simple as that. But I enjoy talking to people in the wrestling community about wrestling, and that's that. It's also not something I see anywhere else. So I was like, well, I like the idea, uh, so I'm going to do it. But more, moreover than anything, if anyone's going to bring neg- negative energy to my door, I will, I will show them out, and I will close it, and I will do the lockup. The real problem is I read this comment before I came on. That's why. They got me. Usually I don't care about comments. I'm a very thick-skinned human being, but I'm tired. And I was a bit like, well, you can kiss my ass as far as I'm concerned. Some people are crazy. Anyway, I do apologize for it being late this week. Um, it's just life, right? It's just life. I mean, I did host the More Combat event yesterday. That's not why it was late. Actually, late on Wednesday because I had a personal engagement that I had to attend to. Uh, nothing we need to get into. I mean, relatively, not super, super serious, but something that I needed to be there for. And that's that. But we do it now. And that's, uh, and that's the main thing. Uh, what else do we need to pimp before we start? You know all the stuff. Look around the screen if you're watching it live on YouTube. Good point. Some people listen to this via audio. Simon316, Twitter, Instagram. Simon Miller. No, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Thank you to everyone this week who has supported. I really do appreciate it. And it's also why I'm happy to sit here at 6 p.m. on a Friday and do a podcast for you. Let's talk wrestling. The coolest thing about wrestling this week is... All this stuff, hence the title of today's episode, WWE versus the world, not SEO friendly at all. But I was like, nothing's really happened. So I'm just going to go about something I want to talk about. It's, um, the cool thing is, is this report came out in the Wrestling Observer this week that apparently, w- and who knows how true this is, but it was a cool story. It got me excited. The WWE is saying to independent talents, or at least talents that aren't signed with WWE at the moment, that may be in contract negotiations with a lot of people, if you... Bring us any contract you get on paper or offer, and we will double it there and then if you sign with us. Just quickly, shout out to my man Spaz Phoenix. Good old Spaz Phoenix. He's been around a while. Hey, man, I can't overstate the value of what you do. It would mean the world to me if you give my wrestling channel a shout out at Spaz Phoenix, all one word. You're damn right I can. Everyone go check out uh, my man Spaz Phoenix's uh, wrestling channel. Just Spaz Phoenix, all one word. That's S-P-A-Z-P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Appreciate that, man. Love right back at you. Also scared the shit out of Faldor. Sorry, my man. And my man Tom Anson in the chat as well. Tom Anson is a good dude. Um, Yeah, I thought, what a crazy wrestling world we live in. But the real interesting part of it is I kind of put myself in in the shoes of someone that gets presented that opportunity. What do you do? In 2019, just think about it right now. Let's do some role play. You're a wrestler. You're an up and comer. You're an independent dude. And WWE, you know, WWE's interested. Or Ring of Honor's interested. You're intrigued about all elite wrestling. You don't know what they're going to do. Obviously, New Japan. There's variables there as well. You got to include that if you go to Ring of Honor, right? Because they got the working relationship. Probably will have with AEW, but we don't know. And then Triple H rings you up and he says, "I've, you know, I saw the contract offer. If you sign with us right now, I will double your money. But you got to sign right now." What do you do? Do you look at people like Andrade Cien Almas? He's only just getting a push now because of all these developments. Do you look at people like The Revival, who also, tying it all in, apparently asked for their release after their match today against Lucha House Party. Excuse me, Lucha House Party. Apparently just went right backstage in their wrestling gear and said, we're done. We want out. We don't want, we don't want any more of this. Uh, it hasn't been granted, as I say these words. 
will point out. I did a video for What Culture in November last year saying why the revival will leave WWE in 2019. So, yeah, me. <laughs> what a hero. Um, I'm kidding, obviously. But, yeah, it is, it is absolutely fascinating. I mean, would you look at the... Um, would you look at what they've done or the way they've been treated and think maybe I should go to Ring of Honor? Maybe I should go to uh, to New Japan, to AEW. I think AEW is the most interesting one because, well, you don't know what Ring of Honor is going to do this year, but it's not like they've blown up anything. I mean, they're doing Madison Square Garden, obviously, but there's no, been no huge changes other than the wrestling world shifting gears. Whereas AEW, we don't know what their plan is. And Chris Jericho on his podcast walked us through his journey to the AEW uh, scene, apparently got offered the biggest contract he's ever been offered ever, compared it to an NHL offer, so you've got to think it's in the millions, well it must be, gave WWE a chance to counter offer, they declined, so that's fascinating too, but you know, he's a draw, and he's not only a draw for us fans who want to see what he's going to do, but he's a draw for wrestlers who want to go there, because it does give it legitimacy, I think Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks too, so does Tony Khan, the man funding the whole thing, but Chris Jericho is 48 years old, been doing this for 30 years, been successful in New Japan, WCW, ECW, WWE. Was he in ECW? I think he was for a little bit. Anyway, wherever he's gone, he's been absolutely a success. So that's a draw. So genuinely think about it right now. Where do you go if you're a professional wrestler? And this is why new companies starting are great. And this is why I think if you are excited, you have every right to be excited. Because everyone's like, oh, AEW's not going to do anything. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it blows up in all our faces. But even so, it's already made an impact. And the impact, no pun intended. And the impact is... Money's gone up. Diversity's there. Options are there. Again, apparently WWE offering double or nothing contracts. You know, it's it's a fascinating time to be not only a wrestling, but a wrestling fan. And that's why I think AEW's so good. Everyone says it's going to drop on its ass. It already hasn't. Because, you know, Andrade's being pushed. He lost his CN Almas, but Andrade's being pushed. The Revival are being pushed, even though clearly they're not happy. Finn Balor's got a huge push. Now going into the Royal Rumble main event against Brock Lesnar. That's all because of this kind of stuff. Well, actually, they said the Finn Balor thing's been planned for a while, but I bet it didn't hurt. The plans changed before, right? Last year, it was meant to be Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, but it wasn't. This time, those plans are moving on forward. So, I love it. I think it's great. I, again, I think when you actually sit down and think about the, the offer conundrum, it's much harder than, than you may think on paper. Because you, you want to know, Money is, most, is obviously really, really important. Of course it is. Think about when people get new jobs. But it's also about how you're going to be treated. Because let's say you did go into the WWE system and you get treated like sanity. I bet they hate being off TV every week. That's what they want to do. That's what they've worked for. And now all of a sudden that opportunity has been taken away from them. Doesn't mean they can't get a push again. But it's like Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson on TV for one week and then they were gone again. Like, it's crazy. And that was happening to Andrade too until obviously... I mean, I'm not going to get into it in massive detail because I never see the point. I will just say, as it comes up naturally, that match on SmackDown between Andrade and Rey Mysterio was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was absolutely superb. It's one of the best matches I've seen on TV, WWE TV in ages. Probably a bit hyperbole that, and I can't remember one. I think Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles was good for the championship. Either way, though, it really stood out. Uh, yeah, I mean, just it's five stars, as they say. Uh, I don't know if I mean that. Oh, who cares? It's just a review. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm pumped, and I guess... You really, and also, if you turn down WWE once, I don't think you're burning your bridge these days, as long as you do it respectfully. Let's say WWE offers you a contract and you go to Ring of Honor and you absolutely smash it on New Japan or AEW, your value and your worth is just going to go up. In fact, you'll probably double it again because you've proven I can go to a company that needs me to deliver, and I, and, and I did. I delivered. Obviously, we'll find out about Kenny Omega in the next couple of weeks as well. He posted a picture of himself, I mean, insinuating he was leaving Japan. Not leaving, but, you know, going home back to America or Canada. So, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I keep saying that, but I am. I want to see what's going to happen. Uh, I think the conundrums and, and, and the things that have come up. It, it's not necessarily like the Monday Night Wars, but in terms of wrestlers feeling more courageous about putting their WWE careers on the line, it absolutely is. I doubt the Revival would have said this a year ago. Um, you know, it's the same with Dolph Ziggler. It looks like Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler started promoting his pro wrestling tea store today. I mean, that may be a deal he has with WWE. Hasn't been on TV for what, three weeks now, apparently not doing house shows. Maybe his contract has come to an end and he's decided not to, you know, not to, not to renew it. Because let's face it, if he goes to AEW, that's cool too, right? That's really cool. That's really exciting. Dolph Ziggler, a huge WWE name. He may have been watered down and drained a little bit in the WWE system, but outside of that, he can come in 
with that same kind of magic that maybe he would have lost. That's what Jericho did over the last 12 months. Jericho wasn't being treated like a main main eventer in WWE, but he took his star power and he doubled it by having amazing matches with uh, with New Japan, doing his cruise, which did help, had his name plastered all over it, and now being the signing in AEW. So he's almost created his own perception, and we buy into it because he can pull it off and he reinvents himself all the time. Dolph Ziggler could be that guy. I think Dolph Ziggler, he's not even in his 40s yet, is he? How old is Dolph Ziggler? This is something we need to find out. We'll do it live on the podcast. Dolph Ziggler. This is fun, isn't it? It's fun for everybody. Fun for the family. Dolph Ziggler. He was born in 1980. He's not even 40 years old. So, you know, you could go for ages. You could absolutely go for ages. Uh, in terms of Raw and SmackDown, I enjoyed them this week. Surprisingly, I think I enjoyed Raw more than SmackDown, which is a very rare occurrence. Uh... I enjoyed everything with Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. I thought it was an interesting story. I like the fact they built to the Fatal 4-Way. I like the fact that Finn Balor won twice. That is the way that you push someone. Again, you can job someone out for ages, but if you allow them to do what Finn Balor's done over the last month, I mean, whether I'm right or wrong, in my head, he got a win over Drew McIntyre. He got a win over Dolph Ziggler. He won that Fatal 4-Way. In my head, it feels like he's on a roll, right? It feels like he's got momentum. So, yeah, I... I, I I don't think he'll beat Brock Lesnar. I mean, we'll do predictions next week or two weeks from however long away Royal Rumble is. But I, it is next week. Yes, week Sunday. So we'll do him next week. I don't think he'll beat Brock Lesnar. I don't even think we'll bring out the demon character because if he's going to lose, why not? Even though it makes no sense in terms of kayfabe, why wouldn't you? Your biggest challenge of your life, you'd bring that person out. But either way, I think much like with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, Finn Balor can come out the other side still feeling like a big deal and go on to other cool feuds, even though he lost to Brock Lesnar. And I know loads of people would like the Universal Championship to come back to Raw. I imagine that will happen at WrestleMania, Seth Rollins, blah, blah, blah. But no, I liked all that. Um, Braun flipping the limo was fine. The interaction with Vince McMahon was a bit weird when he started putting the door back on. I was like, you're Braun Strowman. You could eat him alive. The, the problem with it is, and we shouldn't do this, I realize, but we do because it was just so good. Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't have done that, right? Now, Braun Strowman is not Stone Cold Steve Austin. But... If some, I mean, I don't agree with this all the time. I do think sometimes you need to look forward and not back. But it's all right to kind of pick the, be inspired a little bit by by things that were successful. And I think maybe Brock Lesnar, uh, Braun Strowman being a bit more of a badass, especially not necessarily Vince McMahon, but especially when he was being taken away by the security guards, I think he could have done a bit more. So I, I think I would have preferred that. But look, I still like it. I imagine maybe he gets involved in that match. Maybe he gets involved in the Rumble itself. Throw some people out. If he's not feuding with Brock, that's a great way to start a new feud. Or they need to be cleared first. Um, I was trying to think. I mean, I just, it, it was all built around that fatal four-way. And obviously, John Cena being on Raw always helps. He feels like a star. He validated, you know, Finn Balor's return to wrestling or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, all, all, all great, I thought. Uh, and obviously, Finn Balor got the pin over John Cena as well. And they had an out with Drew McIntyre, Claymore kicking him in the face. Got a feeling now, the rumor was that Lars Sullivan was going to take on... John Cena at WrestleMania. Obviously, Lars Sullivan had some uh, issues with anxiety, is the rumor. And if that is the case, you know, all the best to him. Uh, those kind of mental health issues are the worst. They're absolute worst. You can't control them. And especially when you're in a, a position of fortune, I guess. I'm not saying they're any, they're any worse, but there is something else that comes along with it. Because I'm sure Lars Sullivan is kicking himself a little bit when he shouldn't. He should just take time to, to chill out. But I can see them transitioning across to John Cena versus Drew McIntyre. Maybe that's why they did that Claymore kick. If Drew McIntyre and John Cena get into it at the Rumble and maybe eliminate each other, then obviously I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a complete lock on that. Uh, and we found out that the tag team titles will be, de- the women's tag team champions will be decided at the Elimination Chamber. It's kind of weird, this. I like the idea. I like the idea of putting tag teams in a chamber, but as Lance Storm said on Twitter, <laughs> why are tag team championships being decided in a match when nobody tags? He makes a very valid point. However, I think it's quite unique and I think it's quite gimmicky. And I, 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 I quite liked it. I, I got quite excited about it. I think probably Sasha Banks and Bailey should win them. I don't think Sasha Banks is going to beat Ronda Rousey at the Royal Rumble. In fact, I think that feud at the moment is ridiculous. On Raw... When Sasha Banks got mad because Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey didn't even say that she would beat her. She said if she gets the victory, that will be a huge accomplishment for her. But even if she did look her right in the eyes and go, I'm going to kick your ass, that's fighting. That happens in UFC every day. It used to happen in WWE all the time. Why, what do you expect Ronda Rousey to go? Sasha, you'll beat me. <laughs> I thought that was, that, that was ridiculous. Especially when you, know, you want it to kind of have a real edge. You want it to feel a bit more just authentic. And that is actually something that UFC, uh, WWE could take from UFC, and they don't. So 
Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I thought that was a little. But look, I think they have a good match. Apparently, they're they're doing that thing where they're already putting it together now and they're off training. So I think they have a really good match, and that will help Sasha Banks no end. It's very similar to Finn Balor. She almost doesn't need to win as much as she needs a good performance because she hasn't really been given the opportunity to do that. Um, but then, yeah, after that, team up, re-team up with Bailey. They can go after the women's tag team championships. All will be well again. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then I guess I mean I don't. The best thing about the Alexa Bliss stuff is just literally you can go to what culture as soon as we're done here and a video has gone up with me talking about it. I respect everybody's opinion. You'll be surprised to hear. And if people want that kind of content in that wrestling, then that's great. And also, most importantly, if Alexa Bliss is happy to go along with it or even suggested it, then I have no opinion whatsoever because it's not, um, it's nothing to do with me. I don't get to make decisions for other people. That's what crazy people do. However, if, 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 if that wasn't the case then just personally speaking, I don't need to see, and we'll tie in the Jey Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso and uh, Mandy Rose segment into this too. Personally, I just don't need to see that in my wrestling. I just don't. It's not something that I look for. Um, You know, it's, it just isn't. It just isn't. And I saw somebody arguing, I think it was on Squared Circle or somewhere, that they wanted to see. You know, they, they said, well, that stuff like that happens in real life. So I want, to, why can't you represent it in my entertainment? And that's cool. But again, we all, it's horses for courses, right? We all think different things. And that's just not what I want. It's just not what I want from my wrestling. I want... I, I like almost like wrestling as an escape from the real world. So I'm not saying I want it to be dumb and silly. Just those two skits on Raw and SmackDown weren't for me. And it was a clear uh, attempt by WWE to go back to stuff that we were familiar with in the Attitude Era. And if they want to do that, then they want to do that. I mean, it, it does muddy the words, waters a little bit when it comes to the women's evolution. But I, to me, it's much like the Roman Reigns stuff we talked about recently. It's much more about what the performers involved want to do. If they're all in board, I can't, I'm not going to criticize them. I'm not going to judge them, especially I don't judge anybody. But I will just say from a personal perspective, I could have less of that in my wrestling. That's it. That's my opinions. I know already know that people have got in touch with me and called me an idiot and all kinds of names. And look, that's cool, man. If it's for you, it's for you. I'm only going to give my opinion. I'm not going to run anybody else down either, though there are other avenues we could go down. But again, entertainment, right? Shout out to my man Spaz Phoenix again in the super chat, being very nice, very supportive today. I really appreciate it, man. Might be an odd flex, but I'd love to see you come to Destiny here in Canada and face our interim champ, walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Hashtag Canadian vibes. Dude, man, if one day I can do anything like that, I would backflip my way there. If that's what I had to do to make it, I would love that. That would be awesome. That'd be like a small dream coming true. So... I don't know, shoulder may take a little while longer. Man, is that ever going on boring nonsense? But absolutely, dude. If we can do it, let's do it, man. I mean, I'd never say no to that. Um, I won't say much other than someone else did offer me something similar in America. And I'm hoping when my shoulder fixes, we can do it. Because I think that'll be exciting for everyone. And maybe we'll tie that into the podcast and stuff. Uh, yeah, moving on to SmackDown as well. Uh, I know the Raw rating was up quite. I think it was 2.7 this week, which is like, I think it's a 15% jump. Again, ratings mean nothing to us really, but no, it's pretty, pretty solid. Uh, again, SmackDown for me was a, I don't like calling it the worst show, the less good show I'll call it, because that sounds far more positive, because I did enjoy it. If nothing else, doesn't matter. If you've got a match on it like Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, you can get away with a lot. Talked about the Mandy Rose stuff. Kind of took up too much of the show for uh, for my liking. The ending segment between... The, I did like the ending segment between The Miz and Shane McMahon. I thought it was entertaining. I just now think they're going to win the titles at Royal Rumble. And I don't want that. Like, I don't really know where this is going. Unless we're moving to WrestleMania with it and one turns heel. But do I want to see that either? I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was just a bit... Because I gave it a down, didn't I? Maybe I was a bit being a bit harsh on that one in hindsight. Because it was quite fun. I, mean, I don't know. I wouldn't have minded if I'd never never seen it again. Loads of people I saw afterwards. This is the, the good thing about doing it on a Friday is I've got more context for things. Loads of people were saying they didn't enjoy Becky Lynch's promo, which surprised me. And it was a bit cliched when she started, but then Oscar came out and I thought it ticked all the boxes. I thought it was fine. I, I don't know what they're doing with all the NXT call-ups talking about the opening of SmackDown. They've ruined heavy machinery in two days. <laughs> I don't, that I don't understand at all. Like it's, it's absolutely crazy. If you've never seen... Those two guys, Otis especially, you're going to think, What's, why is this guy crazy? Why is he out there shouting at Paul Heyman and Alexa Bliss on Raw? And on SmackDown, he's just guzzling a weird protein shake he's made. I, I, and again, according to Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer, you're either going to respect that or you're not. I know he divides opinion. He said that it's Vince McMahon's way to get these new talent on TV, but they don't have any plans for them. And they run that video too much so that when they do do stuff, at least the new audience will be familiar with them. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, I always think it's best to debut as strongly as you can, as opposed to EC3, who was flexing in front of a mirror. But, you know, what do I know? But 
yeah, that's what I would have done. I would have, <laughs> I would have had them doing something cool. You know, it's it, it's like Goldberg. I know Goldberg is so boring. I go back to it all the time. But the reason Goldberg wa- worked when he first arrived is because he looked like a badass for one, right? Look is really important. We know this. He marched to the ring. He beat people in two minutes. He didn't get attacked, and then he marched back. And you can't do that with everyone, right? It has to be like Lars Sullivan probably could have got away with that gimmick. However. If I had seen Lars Sullivan just hanging around backstage first or having a drink or watching a TV or playing with his costume, that is not as exciting. That's why the best debut was Nikki Cross's. Nikki Cross had a match. She was very good. And the people that knew her were excited. And if you didn't know one now, you're getting to know her. So, yeah, you know, that was... (laughs) But then she was screaming behind a fence on SmackDown going, you want to play with me, Ray? (laughs) What is this? So weird. However, now I am laughing about it. So it must have entertained me to some degree. I'm a very weird wrestling fan. I got this half critical brain where I can see why they shouldn't do it. But on the other hand, when I actually, I was like, that's ridiculous. And now I love it again. I think I, sometimes I think maybe I get on quite well with Vince McMahon. Simon, I'm going to put her behind a fence. And she's going to scream about it. It's brilliant. It's something I would do on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. Just absolutely, absolutely crazy all around. But we'll see, right? We'll see what happens. It only takes a few weeks to, to, ramp, to ramp people back up. But I, I, I just if EC3 had come out and whooped some jobbers ass, I just think that's a better way to introduce him. I also don't know why I talk about this on the podcast we do tomorrow. So if you listen to both, you'll have to forgive me. But I don't know why we don't dip into e, uh, NXT for you know persona and story and say, hey, look, this is what they've been doing for the last couple of years. We never do it. It's like they have to start afresh. And if that's the case, why even have them on NXT other than to learn what the cameras are and wrestling? I also realise as well, I guess we haven't talked about the UK Performance Centre, or we may have done. I get my days confused. Um, but yeah, it's UK Performance Centre now. I think a few people have got confused. You think you can just go down there and train. You can't. You have to be invited. It's exactly the same as America one. They have to reach out to you first. But it is cool. I believe it's in Enfield. I don't know that for sure, but I think it's in Enfield or around that area. Um, I watched the press conference. I thought it was badass. I think it'll do really amazing. I think the talent they've got there is top-notch. Uh, NXT TakeOver UK was awesome. The the talent keeps getting better and better. Yeah, I agree. The main event between Pete Dunne and Joe Coffey was a bit long, but again, pulling at straws to, to say the least. But um, yeah, I think I thought it was quite exciting. I, I thought it was quite I, thought I was quite looking forward to it. Almost knocked my mouse on the on the table. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I feel like I've forgotten some stuff. I go I always do when I just go and check um I think we've got some questions as well. We'll obviously we'll obviously answer some questions uh, in the in the chat as well today because this is all a bit of a of a slapjack episode of Simon's Progressing Podcast. But I don't think there is. Uh, there's, there's a cool picture of Jack Swagger actually. You want to go see that? Ready for his Bellator fight either this weekend or next. Imagine quite. He looks like he's taking it. Not that he's taking it serious, more serious than anybody else. But he's obviously he was brought up in that world. So I'm actually quite intrigued to, to see what he's going to do. Uh, Kevin Owens apparently is coming back after WrestleMania, which is fine. If he's not involved in the story, there's no point in him coming back and not being used properly. In my dream world, this new situation and scenario we find ourselves in helps Kevin Owens, and he gets back. Uh, he gets back to where. Uh, I believe he should be. I think he's a top guy, me personally. That's what that's what I think. I will click. Oh, yeah, and also apparently Mike and Maria Canellis asked for their releases as well. Like, we don't know. But that so far would be Andrade, you know, said he wasn't happy. That's changed the revival. Uh, one of the, I think the Dashwood Dawson has changed their Twitter name as well, which is interesting. And, yeah, apparently Mike Canellis uh, and Maria Clan also asked for their, uh, for, for their um, uh, releases. So a lot's going on. An absolute, an absolute load of stuff is going on. I'm just literally zooming around now to make sure that I, I haven't missed anything that we absolutely should talk about. And I don't, I don't think that I have. I and mean, we could talk about the UFC has new championship belts that literally dropped just before I started doing this. I think they looked okay. I, I sometimes find I, I understand a nice belt is a nice belt, but obviously sometimes I, I find people go they go crazy about it. Look, if, if you're passionate about it. You know, absolutely, you know, you absolutely do it. But yeah, sometimes people get so mad, get so mad about a belt. I'm like, it's just a belt. You get used to it after a while. The universal title. Remember how much we hated the universal title? I still don't like the name, but it is now just the universal title. It's like, meh, meh whatever. Uh, two questions I will answer just because I've seen them a lot in the in the comments. So I always want to address uh, uh, questions in the room. Um, people ask how my shoulder is feeling. My shoulder is better. Uh, in the sense that if I wanted to just live my life without doing physical stuff, I can. The question is whether it can hold up to wrestling. A little intro, a little secret for people that listen to the podcast. I did go and take some bumps uh, a week ago. It didn't hold up great, but now I need to see. Again, the pain is better today, so I'll give it a few more days and we'll, and we'll take it from there. 
I will keep you posted. Obviously, I made my return to Defiant, though. I am the assistant to General Amin, who is the is a general manager in Defiant. So head on over to Defiant Wrestling's YouTube channel if you want to watch that. Uh, you can watch the whole show. They film in blocks. So I have filmed a few episodes, again, breaking the fourth wall. One of which I will definitely promote on my Twitter once it live. All I will say is if you were there that night, because uh, it was a surprise for the people in the building, I would just say thank you very much. You made me a happy man for a good few days. So I appreciated the reception that I got, but I'll talk about that more after it happened. The other one, just to do a, a bit of an offshoot, because it, was, it wasn't the reason that this was delayed, but it tied into my busy week. I did host a Mortal Kombat 11 reveal event. It was yesterday. So how can an event yesterday affect something on a Wednesday? I'm talking about that guy again. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, it was great. It, it was really, really good. I want to thank everybody uh, who, who said nice things on Twitter and also the people that booked me to begin with. I love doing live hosting stuff. It's something that I do as and when I can. I would like to do more of it as well. Um, yeah, it was great. It looked great. I only played, I only played like two games. Obviously, I wasn't there to do that. But no, I enjoyed it immensely. And I got to meet Alex Gustafsson from the UFC. He's a good dude. 6'4". I didn't realize he was 6'4". And I, and I also... Um, I got to meet Chris Eubank Jr. Who, they were all nice guys. There's a guy called Teddy Reiner there, or Rene, I think he's French. He's a two, he's a two gold medalist in judo, six for eight and 300 pounds. And I was like, my gosh, you're a big guy. Um, but it was all great. Yeah, it was really, really good. I had a really, really good time. Uh, and if you were there, and if you did come up afterwards and say nice things, I really appreciate that. It's always very humbling and very flattering when people come up and say nice things. So uh, so thank you. Shout out to my man Spaz Phoenix in the super chat. Bala and DeVille for mixed tag champs. I guess that is a belt we could get in the future, right? Mixed tag team champions. Sonya Deville, that's an interesting one. Finn Balor and Sonya Deville. They're not doing much with Sonya Deville at the moment, are they? All she's recently done is try to talk Mandy Rose out of being a crazy person. <laughs> that's it. And she was unsuccessful. They should, I mean, if the belts are coming, let's do, let's do that. If the belts are coming, let's stop with this soap opera storyline. Let's build Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville up as a tag team. And then they can go after the women's championships. I wonder what they're going to do with that as well. I've seen conflicting opinions on this too. So as there's only one set of belts, you've got to imagine, well, they're going to do one of two things, right? Either whoever wins the belt can go to either brand as and when they choose, or only one brand is going to have women's tag belts. That seems crazy to me. I, would, I think I may have said this on the podcast. Some people agree, some people don't, which is obviously the world. I would much rather we went back to floating champions for all the belts. I think that's so much better, but... You know, that's that's just me. It's just when new people start watching, they always go, why is there two world champions? And you have to go, one's a universal champion. And they go, what? And you go, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. At least an alien could be that champion. Technically, couldn't go to SmackDown and be a champ. Facts. Uh, Michael McLean in the Super Chat, always supporting me as well. Much appreciated. I feel like WWE has a hard time pushing all the good wrestlers they have. Maybe more mid-card titles. Also, I hated the spin about the whole time it was used. <laughs> Hope you're 100% soon. Um... Yes, I mean, that is. they have so much talent at the moment, and they're only going to accrue more because they're terrified of people going elsewhere. So the problem with, I agree, I would love more titles to come back. I'm the guy that liked Hardcore Belt. I like the European title. I know I'm an asshole. I like the light heavyweight belt, which we kind of have. We do have Cruiserweight Championship. The problem is they haven't made a big enough deal of the US ones and the IC ones. If they start to rehab those, and I will say I was very happy that Bobby Lashley won. Don't know why, just really like Bobby Lashley. Can't explain it. I know. I know. I like Leo Rush too. I know. I don't know why. It's one of those weird integrated things that just, I like them. But I feel like the US champion, the IC champ, has to be, I mean, Rusev wasn't even on SmackDown this week. He doesn't have to be on every week, but at least push the idea that he's the US champ. They announced that match, and it didn't even feel like it was for the US championship. Now, the way Bobby Lashley reacted to the IC title win, I hope WWE sees that and jumps on it, because you could use that entirely to make it feel like a big deal. But we will see. We, we, we will see. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I would like more titles if it meant that they became a focal point, right? I always go back to Austin versus The Rock when they were fighting over the IC title just before, the Rock, uh, before Stone Cold jumped up to the world belt. That title felt like it meant the world. Rock was desperate to have it. Even when Stone Cold just gave it up and gave it to The Rock, it's still, I understand why they did it for political reasons, but it's, excuse me, it still felt like he really gave a crap. And that's all I need. I just need my wrestlers to give a crap. I need the titles to have the showcasing they deserve. And then we can go from there. And you're right, Mike. We could add a few more belts. And it would be fine. Like New Japan, right? New Japan's got quite a few belts. They've got the flipping three-way belt. I'm sorry, I can never pronounce it. I'll get it out because it's the longest name. Look at Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate's got crazy belts. like Enter the Gate belt or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> I do like it. It's crazy. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just going to see and make sure I absolutely haven't uh, forgotten 
anything. I don't think I have. And you can let me know in the comments I haven't. Right, we'll, we'll go on to some questions. I'll start with Facebook, and then we can uh, move across to uh, everything else. Facebook is being Facebook and doing that thing where it just shifts everything around, but that's all right. Start with my man, Charney Childers, who I sometimes worry... Oh, Chaney, isn't it? I get your name wrong. And at one, one point, you said thank you, and then I got it wrong. Bad person. So with them, with WWE now pushing Finn Balor, which is what the fans wanted, I feel like Braun hasn't healed up as much as he wanted to be. Do you, fi- do you like the change from Braun to Balor? I personally do, because Finn got me back into wrestling. Wow. I think the match will be fire. Also, the heat with Sasha and Rousey. Do you think they're pushing faster for a four-horsewoman showdown? Have a great day. I do like the change. Uh, as long as Finn Balor has a competitive match, that's the key. Finn Balor has to have a, a, a competitive match because if he doesn't, then it's not going to work. He's got to be an AJ Styles. He's got to be a Daniel Bryan. But I wasn't massively pumped for a Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar match again. Just wasn't. Didn't feel like the, the momentum was there. Whereas obviously, they're giving him a huge push. It does feel like it's there for Finn Balor. So yes, I do prefer that. Uh, with all the four horsewomen stuff, no, I don't think we're going to get there. I think we need to get through WrestleMania. What I would do is I get through WrestleMania, pick who you want to win, hopefully do Charlotte, Ronda, Becky, then have them all make up. I get it, right? Dumb, but that's wrestling. And then bring Shayna Baszler up and let's do the four on four. You know, so Charlotte and Becky can somehow reunite. Don't know how, but they've done that before. Sasha and Bailey can get involved there. Shayna, I know um, uh, Jessamine Duke and oh, I forgot their names. I know they're not 100% there. But, you know, that's what it has to be straight after Mania, but I would do that. That's when I think you bring the four horsewomen up. So on social media, you can absolutely tease it now. And then in a few weeks, a few months, boom, there it is. And I think you then prolong those storylines because that storyline through to Mania, people are going to like. So kind of hold it off until you really need something else. And I think that will spark it. And I think people will be really interested. Shout out to my man, Michael McLean, again in the super chat. Also, I feel like I've been saying floating champs for a while now. So I'm going to take credit for that. Thank you very much. You can have it, my friend. I agree with you. Floating champs, just so I don't have to explain why there's two world champions. The quickest way to make belts feel more legitimate and wrestling make feel real, there's one world champ, and he gets or she gets to go to both shows. That's it. It's nice and easy. Brock's proven we don't need a champ on every show. Anyway. Thomas Speller, I just want to thank you for your videos on mental health. They really helped me. Did you actually suffer from it for yourself? Sorry, it's too personal. That's a very nice thing to throw in there, Thomas. Uh, I mean, a quick plug as we are here. If you head over to my YouTube channel now, if you are listening on audio or if you are watching live, uh, The Miller Report Rules, YouTube.com. Um, you, yeah, I do do a vlog series where I just talk about mental health and stuff. Uh, it's really, really personal, really, really important to me. Uh, I will talk about that one day, Thomas. I won't talk about it here because it's a wrestling podcast. I do have a personal connection to it. Uh, but we'll talk about that another time. But you're very welcome, man. And if I can help you even in the teeniest way, then uh, I'm a very happy man. Bradley Edison. Hi, Simon. Hope you're well. I am, dude. How are you? I was wondering, have you tried DDP yoga for your injuries? Not only have I tried it, my subscription renewed two days ago. Um, yeah, DDP yoga is great. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I wouldn't say that's, I mean, I'm sure it has helped with my injuries a little bit. Mostly, you'll be shocked to hear, it's helped with my, uh, my flexibility. I mean, that's what it's been, right? I, I can now almost touch my toes when I bend over. And that was probably not my shoulder injury. That was different. But for some aches and pains I've had over the years, it's helped no end. So, yes, I have. I mean, surprise, surprise, another person advocates for DDP, DDP yoga. It's because it works, and it's great. And if you want to try it, I, I would strongly recommend it. Uh, also, who do you believe are the most underutilized talents from all WWE brands that you would like to see make the leap to AWE, AEW, sorry, or any other company by that matter? Four, that is a question and a half. Um, under, I mean, Finn Balor would have been one of them, but that's changed recently. If you're in the main event against Brock Lesnar, it's hard to say that at the moment you're being underutilized. But he would have been in there. I still think Rusev is to a certain degree, but I need to see what happens at the Royal Rumble his match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Because that match they did have on SmackDown was really good. Nakamura I would absolutely put in there. Um, I think if he jumped to AEW, I think that would be huge, especially if Kenny Omega and, and stuff. I mean, AJ Styles, I like to see go, but he's not underutilized whatsoever. I mean, he's used brilliantly, I, I think. Underutilized guys. I think that's probably it. And we mentioned the Revival too. I think that would be a big one. And Gallows and Anderson. I, those guys, those kind of guys, all the kind of New Japan imports, I think at the moment, from three years ago, I don't think are being used. And given that the um, AEW wants to focus on the tag team division because two of the people running it are tag team, Getting Gallows and Anderson in there, getting the revival in there, a match that we've wanted to see for years, I think would help massively. Also, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, they're not being used. Weren't even on Raw. Just realized that right now. Thomas Speller, if WWE signed you to a one-match deal, who would you want to face? You have to put them over. I ain't got no problem doing the favors, brother. 
I'm old. I got other things to worry about. Uh, <laughs> who would I, well, if I was going to do it, who would I like to face? It depends. On one hand, Brock Lesnar, because what a thing to be able to say, but he'd also kick your ass, right? I'd come away a broken mess. So I think probably someone like AJ Styles, because I think AJ Styles, or Seth Rollins, right? I think either of those two guys could make you look really, really good. So people are like, oh man, that's badass. And then you lose to AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. That's something for your life CV like there. So it'd be great. Uh, Cheney Childers, do you like the opening of SmackDown with Becky? It was different, but what about the call-ups on SmackDown? They really didn't do much, unlike, well, no, they didn't. I like the opening. What I liked mostly about both Raw and SmackDown, and especially opening Becky, was that pan shot. They did it on Raw when they panned to Elias. And you may not have liked the song, but that's fine. And they did it on SmackDown when Becky got out of her car. Um... And it panned to Heavy Machinery and and uh, the new that happened to be there. I mean, it makes no sense why they would be there. But no, I liked all that stuff. It felt different. It felt absolutely different. So, yeah, I I absolutely I, I think I think it's I, I really like that the vision. I've always said this. The first thing you see in before content is visual. So if they can change that, which they've started doing. I'm going to buy into it more. So yeah, I loved all of that. Um, I thought that Becky promo was fine. It wasn't the best, but the, the, some of the backlash I saw online surprised me. I was like, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Uh, but no, I did. I, I liked it all. The call-ups we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my man Mike in the super chat. Hey, Simon. Just asking. I've had back issues for almost two years now. I was at 260 pounds. Don't know that in stones. It's, it's, it's quite a lot, man. And you've lost 60 pounds since last year. You, my friend, are a badass. I'm eating low carb, but have stalled. Any advice? That will happen. Uh, that's bodies for you, man. Body's absolutely stuck. I mean, same with lifting, right? You get used to it after a while. And yeah, that's that that that's it. It, it, it screws you. It just it just fights back. Um, I'm eating low carb, but stalls any advice. And what you need to do is you need to speed your metabolism up again. So I mean, I don't know what kind of supplements you are. I, I would try some omega three supplements that will speed up your metabolism. Um, maybe try fasted cardio if you're not doing that. That can do it as well. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't do this, but you can drink more coffee. That can help in the morning. Have a cup of coffee where you do anything. It does it does have good uh, fat burning properties. I would try all of that stuff first, but honestly, man, it is always going to slow down a little bit. You've already lost a tremendous amount of weight. You're down to 200 pounds, which is incredible. I think you may also be at that point where your body is just leveling out, so you may just have to reduce your calories a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, it's amazing you want to keep going, but you may have just meet that bit where that's where your body's at. And yeah, you maybe need to go into a cal- more of a calorific deficit than you already are. But try other things first. Try, try taking a few things that will speed up your metabolism from a supplement point of view. But either way, dude, fair play, man. 60 pounds. I love that kind of dedication. It makes me happy. This is the kind of stuff we should focus on. Nice stuff. And Spanish Phoenix, also in the super chat. I'd love to see a live debate between you and Sidgwick on WWE, specifically with Cleary as the mod. Top boys. They are top boys. I love Sidgwick as well, especially if you have the complete opposite opinion on wrestling. But I imagine that's why the debate would be so good. He's a good guy, though. He's a good guy. He says what he thinks. He's passionate. And he's got some uh, He's got some good points. Maybe we'll do that one day. Maybe I'll try and arrange that. I think that'd be quite fun. I'll be all like, yeah, but who cares? And he'll be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, go check out his stuff on whatculture.com if you haven't already. Uh, Jose Martez. If you were to get contact off from both WWE and AEW right now with the same benefits and same salary, who would you sign with? I honestly can't answer that, which is a terrible answer. But I mean, I'd have to... I'd have to be in the. Uh, I'd have to be in that situation to know because I think AEW is really exciting, and every time I think about, it, I go, "Ooh!" But WWE is WWE. I mean, it's, it's really easy to forget that. Even getting a contract through with that logo on top—that's, I imagine, if you're a wrestling fan, one of the most special things in the world. It is like the accomplishment of a dream. You don't know how they're going to book you, and you don't know where you're going to go. It could be NXT, NXT UK, maybe go to State Raw and SmackDown. Unlikely, but you know, it's an option. But there is that. You know, there is a certain poetry in that. So I don't know. It would have to happen. Look, if that does happen, I'll be over the moon because what the hell did I do to be able to, to to pull that out of my ass? But yeah, I think I do think both are exciting, and I would understand either a uh, person going to either one of them. Um, you know, they they just you got WWE again, which is the platform, and you have got AEW, which is this exciting new creature that's just come up from nowhere. So I I think you have to be in that position because right now I could make pros and cons for for both. You know, AEW, you may get more of a chance to shine because they're still building their roster. WWE is WWE. Like That sounds like it's a ridiculous pro, but it is. If you tell people you work for WWE, they're like, oh, wow, WWE, you've made it. Uh, good question, though. I like it. I think everyone should think about that. Everyone should think about it. Uh, David Ayres, favorite match you've seen live? Well, actually, it was Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at TakeOver Dallas. 
Um, it was just, and that, and that and something else actually. That one was so good because, again, it was the atmosphere. It was so electric. Probably not the best match match I've seen live. The match was still brilliant. But the atmosphere was electric. The way people reacted to Nakamura turned him into a superstar straight away. So that was fun. Uh, and I knew Nakamura, but I'd never seen as much stuff as I wanted to. So getting to see him in that environment was great. Got to see Sami Zayn leave. But also, I mean, it, it's not the best match I've ever seen. As you said, favorite match you've seen live. I would put the Battle Royal at All In up there. I don't know. I mean, watched it back. I'm, I'm still not 100% sure the crowd came across as loud and as crazy as they were. And that was just... It, but I felt it. And I was just the guy in the crowd. But it was so loud, I got emotional. So I can only imagine what people in the ring felt like. It was really, 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 really cool. I, I really, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it all then. It will stay with me for a while. Nick Palmer. I saw you gave two golden up this week's. But which was the most golden of the ups? Well, I have to remember what I gave it to. I gave it to Andrade versus... Rey Mysterio. What did I give a golden up for on Raw? I need to think about this, don't I? I need to. I can always get my script out if worst comes to worst. What the hell did I give a golden up to on Raw? Was it Finn Balor winning? I'm going to assume it must have been Finn Balor winning the Fatal 4-Way. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Because nothing happened on Raw that was as good as Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. So that one. For the record as well, some people ask me this. The, the, the goal going forward is you only get golden ups and brown downs if they deserve it. And if you do, I only have one to use in each and each week. That makes it more fun for me. Because if I give one away on Raw, then I've got to hope nothing bad happens on SmackDown. I broke that this week. Like Meltzer breaks his star rating system. But I'm going to try not to do that going forward. Just makes it more fun. I like it. It's like a, a, a gamble. Am I going in too quickly? Uh, but yeah, the Andrade match. Uh, Thomas Sutton. Could the main WWE roster benefit from... An NXT-style schedule for pay-per-views. Give it the work. You smashed it last night as well. Oh, thanks, Thomas. That's nice of you. I appreciate that. Um, could the main W... Probably. I think they could be shorter. Like The best thing about watching Wrestle Kingdom a few weeks ago was... And it was still long, but it wasn't as long as people have said it was going to be. And that made it more palatable. And that's why NXT shows are always great. They're usually three hours, if not less. And you know what you're going to get. I missed a three-hour pay-per-view. It would feel like nothing if they did a three-hour pay-per-view because I watch three hours of Raw every single week. So yes, I would like to. I would like them to go back to that. I do think it would help, but they're not going to because they have a content streaming system that they need content for, and the best way to do that is to have longer shows, which I get. I completely understand. I respect it, but um, I don't think they will. But I do think it would help. I think the shorter the better. Sometimes when it comes to um, when it comes to pay, they can be too long. The Raw Rumble is probably going to be five hours, and then you have got the Raw Rumble as well, which is a long match in itself. It's not an easy one. Well, it will be fun, but it can drain you a little bit. Uh, Babak Kidney, still a great name. Hey, man, hope everything's good. Not really a question here, but you should do a lot more action broxion on Rock Reacts. His mid-90s WF reference is hilarious some of the time. Babak, consider it done. We're recording next week. I'll put it on the list. And Frank McDaniels, the other night I dreamt Repo Man entered Royal Rumble because of you. My favorite entrant was Gilberg in 99. Who would win? Gilberg versus Repo Man. Love the positivity. Keep it up. Thank you, Frank. Oh, man. Always, always Gilberg. Uh, not Gilberg, sorry. Always Repo Man. Because I was reading your question again. Always Repo Man. Always. Repo Man's my boy. He's my man. One day he's going to come back and I'm going to be the happiest guy ever. And probably not for a while because Barry Darso and WWE are on the outs at the moment because he was part of the um, concussion lawsuit. But still, it will happen one day. And imagine. Little spoiler because listen to my podcast. I'm, I'm slowly putting the pieces together for a Repo Man costume that I'm going to wear on one episode of Ups and Downs. But I still need to find the coat. So shout out. If you know where I can get a Repo Man style coat, hit me up on Twitter at Simon316 or drop a comment on YouTube or whatever. Just make sure that I see it. I'm going to get it. The mask is easy. The coat is hard. My man Spaz Phoenix in the super chat again. Uh, being right man today. Never had the chance to catch your show live. Canadian time difference is all. This has made my whole work mid-afternoon. Hashtag more Canadian vibes. That is a nice thing to say, Spaz. We start off talking about negativity, which I shouldn't have done. But now here we are in the last 10 minutes or so, and we're talking about positivity. It's my pleasure, dude. Thank you very much for using your time to come and listen to me. That means a lot to me. And I mean it too. Uh, right, that's all the, the questions I got through Facebook because I literally did throw that up so unlate. <laughs> so unlate, so late, which is my bad. So uh, please throw some questions on the YouTube if you're here live and we'll answer those. Um, oh, apparently Finn versus Brock was the golden up. Did I get Finn versus Brock the golden up? Well, I still get Andrade gets the, the, the bigger golden up because it does. Uh, Johnny Griffiths asks, how's my wrestling training going? Well, like I said, I took, I took some bumps last week after hurting my shoulder and I'm still here. So it's... Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a slow road, much slower than I'd rather it would have been, but we'll keep taking it day by day. Uh, Michael McLean, uh, do they do pre-show matches on pay-per-view for financial purposes? 
you know, I don't know how they come out. I mean, I assume it's to, to lure people in, right? And they think if we have a wrestling match, more people are going to watch. But they have ruined it. They've really ruined it after Survivor Series, where they basically told you, um, by the way, this doesn't matter. So, yeah, I don't know how they're ever going to come back from that. Uh, the pre-show on Wrestle Kingdom was great. They had a whole gauntlet match for a number one contendership. So at least it meant something, and it was just a way to kick off the show. And they had proper stars in it. Suzuki was on there. So, I don't know. I have a horrible feeling that uh, Rusev versus Nakamura for the US title will be on the pre-show, and then that will just be... That will be the end of that, and that will make me upset. Uh, Aaron, do you think Samoa Joe is being wasted, and should he ask for his release? I don't think he's being wasted, because at least he's featured, right? He's been in world title matches. He's been in matches that are high up the card. But I don't think he's being used how he should be, or at least how I'd want him to be used. I love Samoa Joe. I'm a big Samoa Joe fan. Uh, I'm going to assume that WWE aren't as high on him as I am. To me, he's world championship material. So it really depends on what he wants. I imagine he's still got a long contract. He's almost like sort of the SmackDown version of Kevin Owens, where I just don't understand why more people can't see it. But we'll see. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I don't think we're going to know anything until sort of the end of this year. I think as we go into 2020, the TV deals will be going and money will be thrown around the place and AEW will be more established. I'm sure Ring of Honor will, New Japan continuing their expansion. Then we will, um, yeah, then we will get a real idea. So it'll be exciting though. I like it. I've said this before. Adam Gibbons. Hello, Simon. I was watching your videos documenting becoming a wrestler recently. I'm 30 and always been curious about training to become a wrestler. Any advice? Same thing I say to everybody is just go, man. I know that's crap advice and you want something else, but it's the only way you'll know. Uh, you can try and get in shape, but you'll never be in wrestling shape. I learned that the hard way too. Uh, and just be, be honest with yourself. So if you want to go down for just a couple of sessions and decide it's not for you, you can walk away with your head held high. It's not quitting. It's just deciding that, yeah, you're not passionate about it and you'd rather be a fan than an actual wrestler. Um, but that's the only way that you can know. I'd, I'd always say give it more than a couple because you may actually find that you do like it. It may take a while for it to click because it can be quite hard, especially the cardio. But you can only regret the things that you don't do. Cliché is out my ass today, but it is true. So I would just go down. Uh, be open-eared, be, you know, be respectful and all, and all that stuff. Loyalty, hustle, respect, you know the rules. <laughs> and just see what happens. And just see what happens. Like, it's uh, it's a unique experience, but it's a good experience. And if you do go, I'll send you all the best. Uh, my man Spaz Phoenix again in the Super Chat. Massive support today. Champa versus Dunn at Mania representing their brand. Oh, I would love that. That would be good. Had an NXT show off on a big stage like that. They should do things like that. I mean, they've got enough time, right? And who doesn't want to see tomorrow? Especially for that crowd. The NXT crowd would love that. Especially imagine they put both belts on the line. You wouldn't do that. But that's a great idea. I oh, mean, I'd love them to do that. It would make it feel a bit more fun as well. Like, different. Those long shows always work when you do different stuff. It's why I love the John Cena Undertaker stuff from last year. Because it mucked around with the format. You didn't know what was going to happen. So we should absolutely do that. We should 100% do that. Whether we will or not is, uh, is a different, you know matter entirely uh, someone's also said that apparently the repo man coat is a polyester top coat with bits of tire tread on it i don't think that's something i can just walk in and buy is it <laughs> but i really would uh, i really would like to i'll see what i can do i just want to dress up as repo man one day mate why hasn't repo man reached out to me that's the real question someone must have mentioned to repo man have you seen this guy he's really obsessed with you maybe i should buy some repo man t-shirts from pro wrestling tees i am gonna do that that is gonna be my weekend jaunt i'm gonna buy at least one repo man um one uh repo man t-shirt from pro wrestling tees i'm gonna start repping that then i'm gonna try and reach out for repo man and maybe i can meet him one day can you imagine what imagine i do a video of repo man everyone's gonna lose their mind i would lose my mind too um <laughs> what i'm talking about now i got absolutely crazy um david s says green screen it on you man that would drive me nuts see how hard that would be I mean, what did miller do today he edited was it like crap i <laughs> don't think i'm good enough uh dear right okay uh given that it is getting late and i'm sure loads of people have to go out and do stuff on friday night we'll start wrapping this up again i am very sorry that i am a couple of days late i will always get two up a week we'll smash the patreon podcast tomorrow or sunday depending on what feels right um, but I'll always do my best. I'll always endeavor to get on a Wednesday. But unfortunately, life is life. Sometimes things get in the way. This isn't my full-time gig. Well, I don't have a full-time gig. But it's something I have to balance along with other things. And sometimes days and dates push it away. But I promise you, I will always get it done. And um, yeah, look, I, I always appreciate the, the community we've got. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the nice words. It means a lot to me. And long may that continue. And I understand you've got to put the work in. And I always will. Again, you can go over to Defiant right now and see my return. It's, only, it's quite a... Uh, underwhelming, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, it builds. You'll see it builds. So it's quite just a, oh Miller's back kind of return. But you'll you'll see what happens over the next uh, the next weeks and months. 
Um, so yeah, please do go have a check that out. It's just a little clip. I think it's the top of their YouTube page at the moment when you click videos, so you can have a look at that. Obviously, Neville's on the same show, so you can watch that too. Nice dude, got to chat to him a little bit. I called him Neville. Obviously, his name is now Pack. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Simon316. I'm so close to 10,000 followers on Instagram, which is a loser, sad, moronic thing to say. But when you get to 10,000, it opens up all these cool things you can do, like swipe up nonsense. So if you want to go follow me on Instagram please do. <laughs> you don't have to, but you can. And again, all of this is supported uh, by patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Loads of people supported this week. It means the world to me. And again, it's why on 6pm on a Friday, I'm like, you know what? I'm sitting down and I'm getting this done because I owe it to these people who have supported me. I want to make sure I give something back. Last shout out to my man, Michael McLean, who's in the super chat again. Lovely dude all around. All right, Simon, off the day. I'll keep you posted on the weight loss if you'd like, but cheers. Great stream as always. Dude, you keep me posted. Let me know what you're going to do. Try simple stuff at first. Like I say, try some of those mega threes don't do a world of difference but it, right now I, I think you probably need incremental changes as opposed to anything you've done the big stuff you're over the hard work and i massively respect you and also a few people asking who i think is going to win the royal rumble that's for next week because on wednesday we'll do the prediction podcast and we'll all get involved we'll all throw it in there and hopefully by then i will have come up with simon miller's pro wrestling podcast royal rumble sweepstakes i don't know how i'm going to do it it's hard because potentially a hundred people can enter so I need to come up with a system, but I will come up with a system. Uh, all the, I won't make any profit from it whatsoever. What's gonna What's gonna happen is, um, I, well, no, will it be a money entry? Maybe it won't be a money entry. I want to give some kind of prize. Do I need, no, it look, you let me know what you want to win. I got stuff I can give away. But if you are, if you'd rather, if you want to be gambling, <laughs> not gambling, it's a sweepstake. If you want to put money in and then someone wins the entire pop. We can do that way too. Tweet me at Simon316. If you want to win cash or you want to win a prize, I'm not going to take anything from it. Just so you know, it's a non-profit competition. I just want to do something fun for the Royal Rumble. Um, right, that's it. I've offered on enough. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't. YouTube.com forward slash the middle report walls. More importantly, it's Friday. If you're watching this live, have a great weekend. If you're listening to it on a Friday night, Saturday night or wherever, I hope you're going to have a great weekend too. Or you had a great weekend. And I'll see you all next week. Still haven't made that final thing. Idiot. So it's going to say starting soon. But anyway, kick some ass. Also, obviously, on iTunes, Google Play, and all that stuff. Thank you so much. I love you all. I'll speak to you soon.